0: Years ago, I came out with the book, The Essential Guide to Creative Entrepreneurship, and I can admit it, I think it may have been not the best example of marketing. The subtitle was, you know, making and promoting your, your yellow neon tiger or something to that extent. I don't have the exact title in front of me right now, but basically the point being, and I think people got this right away, at least those who are familiar with Seth Godin, it's, it's kind of like the purple cow. And so I felt like that kind of like um, comparison could end up helping the book. And I'm really not sure that it did. And I also feel like people really missed some important things in that book. And what it is, it's it's not just a book about being unusual and standing out, although that, that is huge today. I mean, look at what music is right now every song has the same damn drumbeat every song has the same damn singing style and it's awful and if you were to go out there and release something that's different from any of that but it still had pop appeal it would stand out like crazy like crazy but as a book it's not just about hey let's try to be different and unique Those types of opportunities are pretty rare. I hear people talking about micro-niches and whatnot. Look, I mean, I'm not the micro-niche king. Maybe I don't know. I just don't think it's a sound strategy for a lot of people. Like, let me just decide today that I'm going to be a jungle beat, techno, DJ, guitarist, Japanese, oriental, pop music, fusion band. Like, maybe it hasn't been done, but... What's the appeal? Sure, like a few people are going to come around and listen and watch just because it sounds absolutely ridiculous, but trying to build a fan base on that, I'm not so sure. I'm really not so sure. You really have to be sure about what it is that you want to impact. What's the difference you want to make? And and like, who are you appealing to? Who is your dream customer? Uh, I have a friend who. decided we wanted to be a college party band and so they they oriented their music and their look and their merchandise and their slogans and their website and everything around college parties and guess what they did very well in the college scene weird how that works you know and so a lot of artists just don't have that level of intention it's like i want people to notice how amazing my music is. I want people to notice how amazing that little guitar solo was. I want people to notice how amazing my vocal style was. Well, maybe true and maybe not. Okay? And competing on those things, it's tough. I'm trying to find something that's, that's really super unique that has not been done before. Competing at that level is not going to be easy. But competing on brand, look, most artists don't have one. Right? They don't become known for something. And so here's what's really being missed. It's the musical entrepreneur triangle. And I've talked about it many times before. At the foundation of the triangle is work. And then the other two sides of the triangle are celebrity and diversification. So everything is built on a foundation of work. You need to go and try things. And probably many things, to be honest. To find something that Resonates deeply with an audience, and you will know it's not like it's gonna be accidental. You had uh, you post a bunch of YouTube videos, and you get three views, and 15 views, and a thousand views, and 50 views, and a hundred views, but then suddenly you get something having stayed r- remain consistent in your craft and iterating and kept trying different things. Suddenly, a video gets 50,000 views, and that's when you have to stop. And go, oh, I think we just did something that people like. And now we need to look seriously at how we can iterate on it or replicate it or use those same ingredients that were used, that went into that to create something more, something new, something unique. You're not, at that point, you're really more tapped into a formula than trying to start from scratch anymore. I mean, at first, you're just throwing hooks out there to see what the fish bite on. But once you have a much better sense of what people are biting on, then it's time to to keep doing what's working. <laughs> you know, you don't want to stop doing that. Keep the winners, ditch the losers, right? Don't worry too much about the losers. You're going to have a lot of them. But when you find a winner, like, that's a rare thing. That's a unicorn. Hold on to the unicorns and, and ditch the donkeys, right? Poor donkey. But... You don't you don't need donkeys. Uh, what you what you're trying for, what you're working towards, and putting in all this time and effort, is actually that you're trying to get to the unicorn. And guess what? It might take a while to get to that unicorn, right? While you're doing it, you're finding your voice, you're learning, you're growing, you're throwing stuff out there, you're finding your audience, you're trying different things, you're experimenting the value is in the process. A lot of people are not willing to go through that process, but this is why like rapidly creating and publishing and rapidly creating and publishing and iterating and experimenting and iterating and experimenting and adjusting and revising, continually going through that process is so valuable because one of these times you're gonna hit the video that gets 50,000 views or 100,000 views or a million views. But if you don't put in the work, you can't expect it to happen. And so you got to become known for something. That's the only way you're ever going to achieve some kind of celebrity status. I'm not talking about becoming like a worldwide global phenomenon that everybody knows. I'm not talking about becoming Brad Pitt or Johnny Depp or anything of the sort. I'm talking about creating the celebrity effect with your audience. And that's a desirable thing because the celebrity effect will have people behave irrationally. And when it comes to you selling things, and when it comes to your customers buying new things that you create, you want them to be irrational. You don't want to have to sit there and convince them that it's a good product that they should buy, and why they have to buy it, and why they should buy it. When you have a celebrity effect, selling can almost happen on autopilot. And that's a desirous thing. That's going to happen as you're working, right? As you become known for something, and it's probably going to be one thing. As I said earlier, you're going to have to try a lot of different things, but what you're going to become known for is one thing. And once you find that one thing that resonates, that's the, you will have built a bit of a celebrity effect already. And when you have that celebrity effect is the time to diversify, but before then is not. Until then, you want to remain as focused as you can possibly be just keep putting stuff out there, trying different things to see what works, to see what resonates, to see what your audience latches onto. You look at someone like Dr. Dre, well, what did he become known for? He became known as a rapper, right? It's, it's as simple as that, but he was a huge part of the outgrowth of gangsta rap, right? And, and then later on he built beats, but like maybe Dre will be remembered for that. I'm not saying yes or no, but the thing that he's going to be remembered for most isn't necessarily the brand that he created in Apple bought, but rather the music, the rapping that he created. So what are you doing? What does what your work ethic look like right now? Because without that, the triangle doesn't work. <laughs> Even when it comes to time to diversify, sure, you might have a lot of people all around you whispering in your ears about, let's do this, let's do that, let's create merch. Let's put something new out there. But bottom line is, it's still going to take work. It's going to require something on your part. Again, you can pay a lot of people to do different things, but <laughs> you got to listen to the right people too. Listening to just anyone is not going to do anything. And that's the essence of the Essential Guide to Creative Entrepreneurship. So if for some reason you thought it was, oh, it's just Purple pal, and I need to stand out, that's really only a piece of it. It's coming up fast and there's no time. Clean Slate 2024 is coming up fast February 16th in Victoria, BC. You don't want to miss out on this incredible live music and multimedia event with a dosage of inspiration to light you up creatively and to have an amazing 2024. Once again, that's Clean Slate. don't want to miss out, go to davidandrewweeb.com and you'll either have the option to get updates, win tickets, or buy tickets as soon as they go on sale. So once again, I invite you to go to davidandrewweeb.com and get your tickets right away. See you there.